We spoke about people who are davening Vasikin. What about all the rest of us? There's a concern that if we go to Shachris and Musaf uh, without having anything to eat or drink, that we're going to be considered fasting on the Heilige, wonderful Simcha Degadei of Rosh Hashanah, and especially this year as well of Shabbos. So if we go past Chatzos without having put anything in our mouths, that's an issue. Therefore, if you have a break that'll cover you before Chatzos, great. If your break is after Chatzos, or you do not wish to make Kiddush by a break between Shachos and Musaf, then you should have something before you start davening. A coffee, or a drink of water, just that it should not be considered that you're fasting um, when you go past Chatzos. Throughout davening, it's considered respectful to stand up whenever the oren is opened. However, it is not required min hadin. So if somebody's feeling weak, it's okay for them to remain seated when the curtain for the oren is opened. Kriyas Atayr, the first day we read about uh, Sari Menu's conception with, uh, to, to be pregnant with Yitzchak. And the second day we read about Akedas Yitzchak. There's an Indian brought down that everyone should attempt to try to have an Aliyah sometime throughout Yom Neroyim. Um, and part of this minig is that's the reason why on Simchas Torah everyone gets an Aliyah because even through Simchas Torah is still also considered somewhat Yom Neroyim. Of course, if you have the ability, it's a tremendous chus to try to get an Aliyah on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur itself. And it's even Kedai to spend money. It's considered a greater covenant for the mitzvah. You're showing respect and honor when you put in that effort in order to get the Aliyah on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. This year being Shabbos, there's no shay for the first day. Let's get a little bit of an understanding of what that means. The Gemara says that the power of shoifer is so unbelievable that even if we're an ones, if a seaboard for some reason could not get a hold of a shoifer, they should know they're doomed. A year that does not have shofar being blown in the beginning is a year that spells doom for Klai Yisrael because shofar is the powerful key that allows our tefillos to be accepted up in Shemayim. We need shofar. And yet, the Rabbanim came out and said, do not blow shofar on Shabbos. Not because blowing shofar is the issue. They said not to blow shofar on Shabbos because of a concern that somebody, one Yidala, might forget and carry his shofar on Shabbos. This is just a huge shout out to the tremendous, stringent carefulness that we have to take for Shmira Shabbos and the concern about carrying Chaz Shalom on Shabbos that Chazal were willing to do that. Now, of course, once Chazal instituted that, we now have even a greater mitzvah of listening to the Rabbanan and that Be'ez Hashem will take place for whatever effects the Shafer should have had. But the initial decision for Chazal to put Shafer aside because perhaps somewhere, somewhere out there, I don't know where, might carry on Shabbos that shows a tremendous, tremendous concern and importance of the detrimental, powerful, horrific, catastrophic effects of Chil Shabbos and carrying on Shabbos. So be careful about this Shabbos. Check your pockets. Make sure you're not carrying. Now, when we get to Musif, we keep in mind that even if somebody forgot to make a lot of additions um, to Shemayin Esrei throughout his Eretz Yemei he does not have to repeat the Shemayin Esrei except for one addition, and that is HaMelech HaKadosh. However, 
when somebody forgets to do Malchia Zechronia Shafris, the Psukim that we have to mention about Hashem's tremendous Malchus, his authority in the world, and Zechronia is the fact that Hashem remembers everything, and Shafaris, the ten Psukim about Shafar, each one of these paragraphs that are added to Shemani Esrei have ten Psukim along with them. If these are forgotten, if somebody forgets one segment of these, what I mean by segment is a full segment of the bracha of any one of them, either Malchus, Zechariah, or Shafrais, he would have to repeat Shemani Esrei. Musaf must contain these three blessings. Now, within those blessings, if you skip a Pasuk, you're still Yaisei. But if you would forget one whole blessing of either Malchus, or Zechariah, or Shafrais, they are me'akev each other, and Shemani would have to be repeated. Upon finishing Musaf, the Miniklai all is to wish each other good yamtiv, not Lashana Teviti Kasev, because hopefully the person you're talking to is a tzaddik and already was written the previous evening, like it says La Alter. So we wish each other good yamtiv. However, the second night of Rosh Hashanah is treated similar to the first night, and therefore most people have the meaning that the second night you wish again Lashana Teviti Kasev, and many people have the custom the second night also to go through all the simanim by the meal, just like the first night. Care should be taken this year by the second night, not to carry anything home if it's not 100% this amount of Moitzo'e Shabbos. One more thing going from the first day into the second day, you're not allowed to make any preparations, and even taking a nap, which we said is a problem, you're not supposed to do it because it's bad for your mazel. According to Kabbalah, you are allowed to take a nap after Chatzai, so after Shefaroi's, however, the prevalent minig is not to. Sitting down to Sefer and dozing off is okay, it's not considered going to sleep, and sitting around doing nothing is even worse than sleeping. So don't sit around, do nothing, it's worse than sleeping, and of course, Chas Shalom could lead to sin. Everybody should have a wonderful, holy shower. Shabbos and Rosh Hashanah first day. We'll talk about the second day and Shaifar tomorrow.